We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, no, he's weird. He's got a H-E-L-L unique... H-E-L-L space yeah, Y-E-A. He's weird. He's weird. Unique and, personality. And for no matter how much good he brought to the team this year... The weird, you can't get past the weirdness. Well, I think it's, it's probably part of it. There's, there's a quirkiness to it. But I also think about, look, he's not the play caller. They lost the offense corner and defense corner. And that corner. concerns you. Big deal. They have, they're going to have new assistants now. And just because they made the Super Bowl, like we've seen this. You, we saw it in Atlanta with, with Dan Quinn. We saw Ron Rivera in, in, in Carolina. You know, we saw it with Jim Caldwell in Indianapolis. Ken Witt, I mean, I can go through a million of these. Lovey Smith, Bill Callahan, Mike Martz. Like, just because you get there early in your career – doesn't mean you're established as a great coach. He still has work to do. And, and that, that personality stuff is there, too. I, I wonder how long he can last coaching like this. Is, this, is he going to be this kind of goofy guy forever and it, it lasts forever? Or does it only work because they're winning? It, it works when you're winning. Like, it, it, I remember back when, you know, Andy Reid was here. I was at ESPN. And I remember talking to Jaws. And there was some rumblings about Andy Reid about to get – or Andy's about to get fired. And I remember Josh told me, and I'll never forget, he was like, he was like the players after a while, Hugh, they tune out. Mm. He said it just like that. And he, he's right. After a while, they don't listen to you. You need some fresh blood in there. You need some new, new guys or whatever, and, and you need a new message. Andy Reid's message is played. And unfortunately, that, that's what happens in the NFL. As long as Coach Sirianni's message is still being relayed to the players and they get it, it works. The minute that is, it stops working – that's when it's time to move on. Yeah, and, well, that's true. And hopefully for him it doesn't happen anytime soon and he, he could be here for a while. But I also keep going back to the Super Bowl. And I'd be lying to you guys if I said I, I haven't thought about this a lot. A lot of plays I, I rewind in my head. We went over before halftime how, how deliberate they were. And I, I thought you know, not moving fast enough to try to get a touchdown versus the field goal would about you know, less than a minute to go. But also the fourth and three. And it just bothered me hearing Sirianni basically scoff at the notion that he should have thought through this. Here was Sirianni last week. I think fourth and three. On your own 30, what was it? 33? Yeah, I think you get 32 out of 32 NFL coaches saying they punt that ball every time. 32 out of 32. Um, I, I don't – hey, if I had known they were going to return it to the four in, the, in, the, in hindsight, I think, I think I would – you know, obviously I would have went for it there. Um, but no regrets there on that. Um, that is not my thought process right there. And to be quite, quite honest, it, it, it depends on the score, but we were in a one-point game. Um, and, like, if we were down two scores, then, of course, um, you're going to go for it there in that scenario. But in a one-point game, that's never even in – you know what? And until I was prepped for this question, because Bob does a really good job, as you guys know, um, I, yeah, I never, it didn't really even come, come to my mind. 
didn't come to his mind. It's the Super Bowl. How, maybe he's not telling us the truth there, you, but I, I can't believe he didn't even think that that see, might have been a good choice. See, because at that point, he's playing, he's playing uh, the, the analytics game, mm-hmm. and he's talking about certain scenarios, what happens this, because they, they have a whole printout of, of every scenario that you could possibly be in in the Super Bowl or any other game that they're playing in, and they say in certain scenarios, this is the best option for this, that, or the third. Now, the thing that they didn't account for was the long-ass return that they got from it, you know. And, and it, it, you know what the ironic part about this is, is that earlier in the year, you would hear people in, in the stands at the Eagles games talk about the special teams play. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, as a former player, that was, that's one thing that a lot of us tend to overlook at times, you know, special teams plays and things like that. And I guess the one time that you overlook it, that's when it becomes a huge factor in the game. That 65-yard return, that hurt. It, oh, it, that it, hurt it, tremendously. I mean, it just gave them a free touchdown. Yes, yeah, you did. give the ball to Mahomes a read on the five. Years, but I'm glad you brought that up because well, you kind of think about the decision, right? So he, he said no one else, no other coach would go for it. Okay. But two things. One, you're, you're giving the ball back to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you're saying, okay, you, you take it back. You're, you're giving them an extra possession. The second thing is, and I'm glad you brought it up, he, he trusted a part of his team that was weak all year. Yes. He trusted his special teams. And, and, you, and sometimes you do that. Like when you're talking about – Putting your defense back out there. You trusted them all year long, and you trust them again to get, get the job done. They didn't get the job done in key moments. That, that's what it's about, man, because you're, you're, playing, you're playing chess out there, and you're, and you're looking at your guys on the sideline, and you're saying, okay, my guys, when I look at it, my guys are better than your guys, like all day long, mm-hmm. all day long, especially when you talk about that offensive line. The two tackles for the Kansas City Chiefs are not that good. They were good on Sunday. Sometimes that happens. They were good on Sunday. And that's basically what, what happened in that game. So much so, it, it irritated me to no end when I saw them in that, that damn parade and they had those zero-sack shirts on, all that bothered me. Rubbing it in. Oh, man, that bothered Yeah, that, that's annoying. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on this? Are you fully sold on Nick Sirianni? Obviously, first two years have been very good. But moving forward, I'm not fully sold that we have a great coach here. Shahid is up in Shaheed. South Jersey. What's up, Shahid? Yes. What's going on, you and Joe? What's going on, man? How you doing? Yeah, I think uh, going back to your other caller. Yeah, Sirianni a fraud. He got <laughs> he got out coach. He sucked. That's a strong. That fraud is such a strong fraud is a strong word. word. You feel it. You <laughs> feel it when someone says it. Your kids gonna have to be, you know, at every press conference with uh, Eagles jerseys on. Like, come on. He- well, I don't mind that stuff. I mean, that's that's. I mean, the kids are the kids. But but Shahid, yeah, he, he got out coaching the game, and that's that's the truth. Yeah, he got out coaching the game. He definitely got out coaching the game. My question is, is transpired because you're up 10 points in the Super Bowl. There's no way you know, that we lose. And, and you, I don't watch you. I'm 39 years old. I watched you all my life. I didn't cry when we got Chris Bonio and he stopped <laughs> making kicks when we got him from the Cowboys. He was like automatic. But when you, you know, get, got a team down 10, like we said, we're playing against Big Red and, you know, Pat Mahomes, and you, you put your ears back and you blitz, blitz, blitz. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't think that it, within the game, Jeff Lurie is making any decisions. She, we appreciate the call. I mean, this I story know. started coming out a few years ago that Jeff it, Lurie has been more involved in decisions the last half decade or so. Is that right? Yeah, but you know what? They've they've it's worked for the most part. Yeah. It, it, whether or not, I don't know. We don't know exactly how much input he has, but it is kind of interesting. Off that, yeah, there was a report yesterday that Howie and Lurie met with Vance Joseph. Now, I don't know. Like, remember he had two interviews, Vance Joseph? Mm-hmm. Maybe one of them was with Sirianni. Maybe they wanted to get a feel for him. And that's totally fine. But I, I just thought it was interesting. It wasn't like Sirianni, Howie, and Lori met with him. So you mean like they, they took him aside? <laughs> well, we have our own interview. <laughs> let, let, just let Nick do you it. You might like him, but we're going to see what we like. Exactly. Maybe, and maybe that's probably why he took the different job. Maybe he didn't like what he was hearing. Maybe. Maybe they didn't like what they heard. So it, yeah, it could be mutual maybe. on both sides. As far as the... Um, the stuff about fraud, like I, I, I don't mind the, the press conference stuff. I know people were really upset last year. Are you talking year. about the t-shirts? The t-shirt everything? beat Dallas and yeah, all that kind of stuff last year. She wore a beat Dallas t-shirt here. Like that stuff, I, I, I think that's just silly. Why do, like, help me out, Philly. How, why does that rub people the wrong way when all we talk about is beating Dallas like all the time? No, I, it, It's because they lost to Dallas well, after got, he wore it. They got smacked. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. got you. If they would have beat Dallas after he wore the shirt, no, I think everyone would have been fine with it, to be honest you know what? It. I remember coming to Philly. And that was the first, like, whatever you do, beat Dallas. Don't but, let Dallas. But could you ever imagine Andy wearing a beat Dallas t-shirt? Probably not. I, I can't see that. Now, I can see Andy wearing Eagles gear because he would wear Eagles yeah. gear all the time. Can't You know, like he's doing Kansas. But as far as, like, the t-shirt, I, I thought I thought it endeared him to the city. But I can see where some people think that's a little bit fraudulent. Yeah, it's almost like people think you're trying too hard. Too hard. hard. Yeah, too I, can, hard. I get I can see that. Yeah, that that stuff I don't, I mean, like, I, that's not bothering me. It's I, I But I understand how people bring that stuff up we go back to it I, I just I look at it and I, I'm just not sure like after uh, I feel like I should be sold right playoff Super Bowl I should have no questions about that coach I have questions because you don't like him as a guy no that's not it <laughs> hey, he seems Joe, like a good I mean, dude it's okay it's okay he came in a little quirky yeah he's quirky. And, but but you got to think though man th- this is what appeals we're in a TikTok generation now and and we're in a you want TikTok no nah, I'm not either I'm not I'm not yeah I'm not about to Kyle you on TikTok I'm not no, about to be prostituting no. myself on TikTok <laughs> dancing and all those. Now that's that's yeah. That's please not, don't. I'm old school. I still wear bell. I, I still wear wear boot cut jeans, which my son can't stand. He can't go anywhere. He can't stand go a place with what I got. Well, he's embarrassed. He wearing boot cut yeah. jeans. Yeah, dude. One time I was on campus with him. He goes to Morehouse, and I had like I'm wearing like I wear what's comfortable to me. Yeah. So I had on some boot cut jeans, and he he looked. He's like, "What you got on?" <laughs> And I was like, what you mean? He said, why do your jeans look like that? Because they were they were baggy yeah. at the bottom. He's like, they're so baggy at the bottom. Because you know, they wear the they wear the the the, the little the ankle the ankle pants that are tight on your ankle. Skinny jeans? Yeah. Yeah. So so he walks away from me like we're not even together. Oh wow. Yeah, it was bad. You embarrass him, man? Embarrass him. Oh. Embarrass the hell out of me. Well, I think that's what parents are for. They're supposed yeah, to embarrass their supposed kids. I'm supposed to be yeah. embarrassed, but I thought I was cool. I had my boot cut jeans on, I had me a pair of J's. I thought I was winning. I guess that makes it worse. You think you're cool, but yeah. you actually I thought I was winning. No, he he did not think I was Bungholeitis. Yeah. Yeah. He did not think I was winning. So of, of everyone here at WIP, who'd be the most likely to have a TikTok? Like who do you wish had a TikTok here? The camera? You know who I who would most likely have a TikTok from the guys that I just met, Elliot Short. That was exactly what I was gonna I say. I was thinking I would say Elliot. Yeah. I'm gonna Elliot. search this. I'd be surprised if he doesn't have one actually. Elliot would be the one. Couldn't that you I would see think. him and Jimmy making TikToks together? <laughs> oh yeah, Go Birds TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually surprised maybe, if we don't maybe, have that. You know what? Oh, like probably on the DL, like. John Ritchie probably got a TikTok. Oh, no way. A burner TikTok we don't know about? T- I'd be yeah. surprised if he knew what TikTok was, John Ritchie. Come on. I got to find Ritchie's TikTok. All right, let's go to Bob, who's up next on WIP. Hey, Bob. Hey, how are you, gentlemen? What's going on, Hey, man? Bob. Hey, good to see you. 
Good to see. See, you're getting some warm weather. You're taking off weather from Florida. You got some warm weather. That's nice. Yeah, I'm not prepared for, for it, though, Bob. I, I, I brought all sweat clothes. I, <laughs> so I'm burning up. I hear, well, so, so am I, and it's 88 degrees down here. Okay, listen, a couple things. Number one, I am sold on Sirianni for a couple reasons. Number one, he's 25 and 11 in the first two years. I mean, that says something. Not only that, but last year he turned around in midseason and said, look, I can't do this job play calling. I'm turning it all over to Steichen. All right? And the, and the team turned around. This is the kind of guy I want. A guy that's not afraid to make a change because for the team. And I think he's going to be a good one. He's made mistakes, but everybody's made. Listen, Andy Reid, the biggest knock on Andy Reid was what when he was here? Time management. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. Yeah, always. Everybody's time management. So... Uh, Nick got in that. And the other thing with Gannon, Gannon was not prepared. Gannon was still thinking about the new job he was going to get in the last quarter, about uh, his interviews and so forth. And I didn't like that. And I think the rule has to be changed about that, too. But well, Bob, I agree with you on that. Play. But, but before you go on, one, one thing, and you said the 25 and 11, and it is a, it's a good record. It really is, the first two years. But just because you're good the first, like it doesn't, it's not, you know, it's not predictive, right? It doesn't mean we're gonna, he's going to continue to do that. Like, we, we got to see if he can hold this kind of record Correct. moving forward. Correct, but you've got to make some kind of judgment based on something. Absolutely. And that's a hell, that's a hell of a basis, 25 and 11. I mean, come on. You know, guy walked in. Look, Andy was five and eleven when he walked in, and then he turned it around to eleven and five. So, I mean, you know, you do what you got to do. But uh, listen, I think Nick's going to be. Plus, he comes from good backing. He's got people talking to him. His family. These guys have been in the game as coaches and players. I think that has a lot to do with his ability to coach well. Well, I, I like really that. Do. Yeah, I like that. He has a good, yeah, good coaching background. Bob, we appreciate the phone call. Do we have some breaking news here, you? I think, I think you discovered something. <laughs> yes, we do. We have breaking news right here on 94 WIP. Elliot Shore Parks does have a TikTok. He's not dancing. But he does have a TikTok. This was a lock. I mean, if, if we put odds on this, this was an absolute lock. Now we just got to find John Ritchie's TikTok account, and then and then we're good to go. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised there he has one. Dennis in Mount Laurel. What's up, Dennis? Joey G. How you doing, my man? Good, Dennis. What's up, buddy? Getting you the daytime instead of the nighttime. Yes, enjoying it so far, of course. I have one question for you. Okay. How much glue have you sniffed this morning? Uh, so far today, none. Not, none yet. You have got to be off your rocker. Sirianni has a great record. He makes the playoffs his first year, Super Bowl his second, and you're not sure about the guy? Not, I have reservations, Dennis. Not fully sold. I thought he meant Full you actually sniffed Gru. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, wait a minute. No. You are, I, no. This is one of your worst predictions. Wait, no, it's not a prediction. It's not a prediction. This, this is a feeling. I, I, I have, okay, a, I have, a, I have some trepidation. What, you know what opinions are like, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bungholitis. This, this, this is a bad one, Joe. No, no, no. There's no, no such thing as bad opinions. Opinions are opinions. It's how you feel, Dennis. And you obviously feel sold on the guy. Look, the bottom line is this. Not a good Super Bowl by Nick Sirianni. That's the truth. Yeah, not no not, a, not a play caller, which worries me because he's got to, he's got to filter out these assistants as they keep getting jobs. He has to replace these guys. We'll see if he does it. And, I mean, Dennis, I mean – I, I, I keep going back to the fourth and three. He punted in his biggest moment, like you said. 30, you know 32, what he had. 32 coaches would have punted that ball. Oh, that's a baloney quote. It's a baloney quote. No, it's not. No, if, he, if, they, if they were down more than one score. Dennis, how many, how many coaches go for the Philly special five years ago? 
But that was in the first half. Oh, so that so again. Okay, let yeah, me ask you this. Time matters. Fourth down in your own territory in the 37-yard line. Sirianni went for it against the Packers in November, but he wouldn't do it in the Super Bowl against Mahomes. What does that mean um, to you? A little different circumstances. Mm. And who went for more fourth downs this year than Sirianni? Well, that, Nobody. Well, but that makes me feel like he choked in the big moment. He's used to going for it. The ball was on the 33-yard uh, line in their territory. You don't give every, the ball back to Mahomes, Dennis. Every, you know what was wrong about that play? The punters sucked. Well, that's what you've been yeah, saying. That was, yeah. a, that was a bad play. Terrible. You know, always bad good play. talking. Always good talking to you. Appreciate it, Dennis. Yeah, I mean that's that. It, it took. It made the decision feel ten times worse, you because it, it, they they took the ball back to the five yard line. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it was, man. And 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 then on top of that, the fact that Dave Toll was talking about you know what had never been done in the Super Bowl, and that particular play comes up and, and, and rears this ugly head the way that it did. That was tough. It's that like he predicted tough. it. Yes, he did. That's why he threw it out there. Yeah, it makes it worse. Anything good on the Elliott Shore Park TikTok? No, not really. I'm looking like I, John Ritchie has some TikToks on TikTok, but he does not have a TikTok page. I, I have not found his so you, page. You're saying he's been in a TikTok? Yes, he's been in a TikTok. He's not dancing. He's he's doing. He's with somebody talking about football. But that, there's my man John. Ritchie. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, he's on the TikTok. Yeah, John. That that I feel like Richie on TikTok would just be Richie, right? He's he's, he's, just, he's not gonna he's not gonna be dancing. They're not <laughs> doing any. You know, they're not doing the Juju Smith Schuster. They're not doing none of that. TikTok boy. Yeah, they're not doing that. Let's talk to Self in North Philly. What's up, Self? What's going on, Joe? What, what are you talking about, man? Hey, listen, Sirianni. He has a Philly attitude. Maybe because you might be from the suburbs. So I don't know. But in <laughs> Wait Philly, a second. We so. got attitude. <laughs> we got character. We got personality. Isn't we Sirianni got from, like, Jamestown and the sticks up in New York State? Like, I, I get his attitude. But, like, what's the what does the attitude have to do with making the right decisions here? Well, self? first of all, we were talking about how he acts on the sideline. You're right. I you're want right. my coach mean mugging. You feel me? That That's what drives and sparks your team. That gives you spirit. What are we talking about here? Secondly, Mahomes sucks, man. He's overrated. Oh, he really what are we nothing. doing let here? Me, let me talk. Oh, let me ahead. talk. Go let ahead. me talk here. He overrated, man. He did nothing, mostly because we kept the ball away from him. That defense of Jonathan Gannon that I keep telling you, you dink and dunk. You slap, you slant, you run. That beats that defense 99.9% of the time. That's all Mahomes did was short, flat passes. That was logic. It was easy. Here's what went wrong. The Eagles were playing checkers while Andy Reid was playing chess. I called into y'all station. I said, Andy Reid's going to give us the element of surprise. He's going to run the ball. Y'all was like, no, that's not what Andy Reid does. They got Mahomes. What did he do? Y'all say you can't win a Super Bowl by running the ball. Well, they ran the ball. Like, what What are we talking about here, man? Myself, who's the head coach? <laughs> so, like, you're saying checkers chess. Who's in charge of, of the game? It's Sirianni's in charge. And that's where he went wrong. He didn't get it. First of all, my fault. I want to welcome Hugh you know I mean, back to the station because I never spoke with Hugh. <laughs> He's you, one brother. of my favorite Eagle players. Appreciate and you, he brother. had attitude. He had character. Sirianni would have loved you, and he would have loved Sirianni. You know what I'm saying? So, Self, I, I agree with you, but can I can I just disagree with one thing that you said, brother? Just one thing. Patrick Mahomes can play, bro. Like, for real. He's a cert 
circus clown, man. Oh, my. That his circus life. clown's got multiple <laughs> MVPs and multiple life, rings. Oh. What in the listen, heck is going on? Bro, I'm telling know, y'all. Bro. I'm telling y'all, man. <laughs> listen, let me, let me just say this real quick. Last thing, right? The only thing I fought Sirianni for is not getting that Steichen and Gannon because Steichen had the same four plays the whole season. Everybody could telegraph what he was going to do. You know what I'm saying? And how'd they so, score 546 points? Just by accident? No, because Jalen was audible and like, we ain't doing that bull crap no more. Go, AJ, go down, Phil. I got you. <laughs> like, that's where they was at with it. Stike RPO pass, RPO run, RPO option, which was Jalen running. And then that, that push, push, whatever they want to call it, Jada push. The push, push. Those yeah, were his four push. plays, man. That's all he did. Gannon in that soft defense. And, and here's the key. It ain't about how many times you blitz, because you say this a lot. Y'all say this a lot. It ain't about how many times you blitz. It's about knowing when to blitz. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jonathan Gannon did not know. You don't blitz at the 10-yard line, 5-yard line, 7-yard line. You're going to leave somebody open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was a mistake. Football, man. Yeah, that was a mistake. Itself, we appreciate it. I'm convinced of something now after some of these calls today. Here you. I am convinced that Sirianni was the one that told uh, Lurie and Howie to give the offer to Gannon to stay. You know why? Because if Gannon's here, no one criticizes Sirianni. It's all Gannon's fault. Wow, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't did that, huh? We didn't title. <laughs> Chess, not checkers, going on over there at the Nova Care. Bird gang. Oh wow, that's what. That's what we do. If Gannon's here, he's. It's all his fault. Who are we gonna blame next year when they lose games? Uh, Sirianni. Well, I well, I wonder because no one wants to blame him now. <laughs> Jalen. Jalen. People gonna turn on Jalen. I tell you what. Listen. You give Jalen all that money, yes. Every time they lose, if if, if it's one of those, yeah, he that's right. That. He, he gets the Wentz treatment. More from money, here more on problems. Out. More money, more problems. That's brother. the way it works around yeah. here. It is amazing. Let's that's talk- how it works everywhere. Well, that's true. If you're making the bread, you're the one that get the most blame. Well, especially because it's a pie, right? The salary cap's a pie. He takes up a big piece of the pie now. Yeah, you gonna get all that heat. Yep. Again, Sirianni just you know, no one blames Sirianni for anything. Brandon is up on WIP. Hey, Brandon. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Good, how Brandon. You What's going on, hey, my brother? That Brandon, Brandon, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, that that's the thing. It's it's like you know he got a loaded team this year. Now I thought the Julian Love comment you we played earlier was unfair. It's mm-hmm. not, not anyone could coach it, but we're going to see now. He's going to have a lesser team next year. Yeah, but but my thing is this: when when you talk about anybody can coach a team, isn't that what every coach would love to have? Yeah. All the players that you could have possibly have because it's all in the NFL. It's about matchups. 
my are my guys better than your guy? Mm-hmm. And if I got better guys than yours, and if the, if the one factor that you can factor in is, is coaching, that's going to be the difference maker. I'll take the athletes all day. Well, you're right about that. And you still, you still have to win. You still have to get it you done. You still got to – bottom line. That, bottom line. And they did for the most part this year. What, what a great season. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. I'm not fully sold on Sirianni. Are you? Everyone here with me today is 215-592-9494. On the other side, Dave Dabrowski. Some interesting comments about Reese Hoskins, his free agency to be after the season, and provide an update on Bryce Harper's recovery. We'll have it for you next and 1 o'clock, Ruben Amaro, Mickey Borodino will join us on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He's doing well. In fact, he, because he, um, he texted me back and forth yesterday on a couple things. Um, he's doing very well. Uh, in his progress. Doctors are happy where he is. He's dry swinging at this point. He's been free to do that. Um, he's going to come into camp somewhere around you know, the 8th or 9th of March, somewhere around that time is our anticipated date that he'll be here. But he's doing great from a recovery perspective. Sounds like Bryce Harper on the mend, almost in camp. Welcome back. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. with Kyle behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. We'll get back to the phones here in a second and all the Sirianni reaction. But, you that's um, it, it's interesting. It's, it's just encouraging to hear that Bryce is, is taking dry swings. That that tells me the rehab's going the right way. But we don't really know. Like it, It's interesting because they, they, they just kind of threw out the all-star break in the middle of the season as, as kind of this wide range where it, when he probably will be back. I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's sooner uh, for Bryce. I hope it is. But... Uh, he'll be in camp in a couple weeks, which is which is good to hear. Yeah, I was thinking when when I when you were talking about the injury uh, and him coming back, and you know you're talking about put the excuse me the potential replacements for Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. I was thinking a couple of weeks. I did not. I was not thinking to the All Star break. Yeah, I, it's, I definitely was not thinking to the All Star break. It's a big chunk of the season. Now that's a long time to miss him for. Mm-hmm. But the good thing I think for this group is because remember he 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 was banged up last year. He had the the elbow issue, but he's playing through it. And then he broke his thumb in, in, in late June. And they had to miss him for two – I mean, they lost him for two months. And they, they actually played really well, you during that time. It kept them afloat, and that's why they had a chance to make the playoffs. So I think it gives me some confidence they could get through this again. But, man, that lineup when he gets back, it's good. It, it, it's it's one something of the, to be excited about. Man, it's, it's going to be incredible. It will be interesting, though, if, how many runs they could score without him because it's just – as good as it is, he's just a he's just so good. We saw it in the playoffs. He was just went, he went to another level in the playoffs last yeah. year. Yeah, and it looks like from from uh, from what I've been reading, they're, they're really you know they're trying to shuffle some guys around, trying to look for different parts and things that they can put in there to try to help 
help hold the fort, if you will, until Bryce Harper gets back. That's a long time, though, Joe, if, if he's out to the All-Star break. It's a half a season. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, and in a division that has the Braves, which we always know are going to be good, and the Mets who have like a $400 million payroll, it's gonna, like, they have to find a way to keep themselves afloat, just like they did last year without Bryce Harper. A, a part of, of how they'll do it, of course, is if Reese Hoskins can play well uh, and hit and in more consistently than he has in the past. He almost and, has to play well. He has to step his game up now, he, doesn't he? He has to for two reasons. One, they need him. But two, you, he's a free agent to be. I, I think it's so interesting. He's the, he's the only guy not locked up here in this lineup for years to come. Right? Some of the young guys, they haven't reached free agency yet. And then they gave out 11-year deal to Turner. Obviously, Harper's here forever. Um, even some Castellanos is here long-term. Schwarber had a, got a four-year deal. Har, excuse me, Hoskins is the only guy they haven't paid yet, and he's a free agent to be. Yeah, you got to feel funny about that. And I was reading a story the other day where the, the owner, the new owner, he was talking about how he's, he's going to spend the bread. He's mm-hmm. not afraid to spend money. It's not about money. Yeah, as he said, he's trying to, win, he's trying to put championships – in the tr- in, in the uh, trophy case, which which makes and I, you're you're right, and and he's shown now he will spend, which makes me believe I don't I don't feel you like don't they, they want him back. I, th- I put it like this: I think they would like him back, but they got to see more from him. Well, here's this: Dabrowski today, Dave Dabrowski speaking down in, in Clearwater, and, and listen to this, and, and tell me if you think this sounds like a GM who who wants to bring like is hell bent on bringing the player back. It certainly did to me. Here's Dave Dabrowski. Any thoughts on Reese Hoskins as well? He's another big guy. Come on and organization's willingness or need to, to keep him around. Sure. I would also, I mean, in Reese's case, just, you know, you have free agents like last year we had Segura. Um, he was in that position. Um, Reese is a tremendous player, tremendous person. Uh, he's done a lot for the organization. Um, and so we'll just analyze and see what takes place. But we, we love him. We think the world of him. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to go with you on that one, Joe. He's gone. That don't, sound, that don't sound like a ringing endorsement, especially when you start, hey, he's done a lot for us. That that sounds like he's already out one foot out the door. Yeah, and the example he gave was Gene Segura, who they didn't the, the, resign. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, he's not here. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a second, you you went through a lame duck year and then yeah, you didn't not, resign him. Not, it, it feels to me like we're we're in the end of Reese Hoskins' time. That's the comparison time. that I would want to make me feel comfortable if I heard if I was listening to that cut. That that does not make me feel comfortable at all. No, and I I saw a column yesterday where Reese was quoted and he said if if they want me back, of course he, he's interested. Like he's been here his whole career. He he was kind of the first one. Him and Nola were the first ones start turning this thing around when they came up, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like they want him back. And I understand why. He's been a very, for me, frustrating player over the years. He's, Up and down. Up and down, Josie. He is the, you, you'll see it this year, he's the streakiest hitter I've ever seen to where for two weeks he'll hit eight home runs and he'll carry them. And then he will go a month where he doesn't do anything. It's mm-hmm. un- unbelievable. Up and down, up and down. And then defensively, I mean, Kyle, you've seen this, and we've all seen it for years. His defense is atrocious. No, he's a butcher. But what you mentioned with the, the batting thing, when he's hot, he's like one of the best hitters in baseball. Yes. Like, not not just on the team, like in the entire league. He can, You're right. He can absolutely carry the team. But the defensive mistakes, man, those those really uh, rear their ugly heads in the postseason. But to both of you guys' points, I don't think this is zero-sum because there's an opportunity there with Bryce Harper being gone as long as he potentially is going to be gone where if he can find some semblance of consistency – then there might be some conversation being had about him being here long term. It could be. And it's going to be a big theme throughout the season. 215-592-9494. And just for an example on the on the Reese Hoskins thing, they, they don't win the NLCS against the Padres without him. He, he had a ton of home runs. He was mm-hmm. really good. He got hot in that Brave series, hit that home run against Strider. 
But then in the World Series, he went three for 25 with 10 strikeouts. Like, he's just so hot or so cold, and and his defense is, is not good. But it doesn't sound like Dave Dabrowski is, is getting ready to give a contract extension to Reese Hoskins. Your reaction to that, and let's talk some Sirianni here. Bridget is up on WIP. Hey, Bridget. Hey, Bridget. Hey, guys. Hugh, welcome back to Philadelphia, Thank man. you so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, I have a question. Now, I know you guys were talking about this yesterday. The turf. Now, who's really responsible for that? Is it the NFL or is it the stadiums to keep up with that? Uh, I would say that, well, the NFL has something to do with it because I think during the Super Bowl, they kind of take over everything and make sure everything is up to par and everything. So I, w- I would probably say the NFL. Okay. That's why, yeah, because this has been going on for years with the turf and everything, and they still have to fix this issue. Well, especially in that stadium, Bridget, it's really bad out there. And, and I don't, you yeah. know, part of me wonders if it's just the atmosphere, right? The heat, the desert, the 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 way the atmosphere is out there it just makes it hard to grow grass. But whatever. I mean, you got a stadium there. You have a Super Bowl there. you you got to figure it out. Yeah, before, you know, one of the players gets seriously hurt besides their cleats and everything. But mm-hmm. still, it's just, this thing's been going on. I, I remember when the Vet Stadium, there was issues with the with the grass and the turf and then the vet stadium went down and we got Lincoln Field now we got like one of the best fields on your down uh, over in Lincoln Field yeah it, just, it's, and it feels unacceptable for a billion dollar you know multi-billion dollar organization to have the fee like we shouldn't be talking about this but obviously it's a big deal shouldn't be an issue yeah, yeah. So yesterday you were wanting to know where to get a good bike yes a bike okay see if you remember this one you remember Lionel Kitty City they still have Kitty City Yesterday we brought up Kmart. Now yeah. this, we're bringing up all the old places. You said Kitty City. I was like, wait a minute, that's still a thing. <laughs> you should, Bridget. You should have seen his face. No, his eye, his face I lit, lit up. up. My face lit up. He's like, no, nah, bro, it's not. It's not <laughs> Never even heard of that one. I know. My brother used to get the bike there, and I used to get my kitty pool from there. That was like the best man, toy store. You, boy, <laughs> that Toys R Us. There used to be some places you go oh, get a yeah. bike, man. You go get a bike anywhere. Not in, like, specialty items. That's right. Yeah, they're bike stores now. Yeah, 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 bike stores. Now, as for Nick, he's a great coach. He got us to the Super Bowl. And like you said, Hugh, it's, you know, if he's working with the team, that's fine. But like you said, like with Andy Reid, he only took so much, and then that was it. He was out. But I've watched Andy Reid, and he's come a long way since Philadelphia. Long way. And that's yeah. why you got to – like, it's unfortunate because we, we live in a microwave society, but you got to right. give coaches a chance. And 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 who's to say, you know, hopefully Nick Sirianni gets us to a, a Super Bowl, a, a winning Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But right. it might not it might not be here. It might be somewhere else. Right. So that's how I look at it. And I have totally respect for Andrew Reid. I was sorry that he had to go. But when you're – you know, if you're not getting us to the team after so many years, then, yes, I have to make a decision. You're out. Bring Nick in. That's it. And Nick, you know, we just have to give him another chance. I think he got us through the playoffs. He got us through the he, he got us to the Super Bowl. I mean, we had fourteen to three. That's never happened to the Eagles. Oh, it's, it, it was. Their, I mean, in terms of regular season, you're right, Bridget. It's the best season they ever had, and we appreciate the phone call. There's no question. His first two years really good. It's, it's a matter of moving forward how good he is. But you're right. You I mean coaches don't get a chance to evolve and grow. Yeah, they're like they're like quarterbacks. And if the if the message is getting stale. Then they get them out of here. Like you made an example of uh, of Coach Quinn, mm-hmm. Dan Quinn in Atlanta. All of a sudden, you know, it was it was great. You know, he's bringing in the Marines and he was saying the old cliches of brace to suck and 
you know, all this other good stuff. And then after a while, people start calling in and saying the same thing. Or get tired of all those old stupid cliches and stuff like that. It gets old, man. It gets old quick, especially when you're losing. It's funny. It, it, obviously, there's, the message could get old in the locker room. I think it gets old for fans, too, after a while, it right? Does. Like, you, you, you like a guy and he's doing well, but then it, it could change fast. I mean, it used to be where coaches lasted a while. Like, now it's like. Because you got to win, man. You, you only have a certain, you, you have a small amount of time to win Super Bowl titles. Perfect example is the, is the Rams, L.A. Rams. Look what they went out and did. They went out and got the, the quarterback from uh, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, Stafford. Stafford to win a Super Bowl. They won one. And then look. They, they're, they're hot garbage now. They were so bad. Hot, hot garbage. Yeah, I mean, they, they went all in. And and, it, and, it, and it, it paid off for that year. Well, and then McVay. Was the last, him, now he's he, about to retire. Yeah, he, he was about to. He decided he wasn't. He oh, was he's not going to. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't going to abandon them at their uh, lowest moment. What Man, a good guy. And he got a chance to do TV. Still a young guy. He could leave and, and come back in 10 years if he wanted to. One more bad year. We're seeing him on Amazon. Yeah, he's 20 million be, bucks. Man, making a That's love for the game, man. Yeah. Well, he speaking, of, speaking of Amazon, does anybody else like the Amazon? They like the Amazon broadcast. The bro- like Al so, Michaels and uh, Herb Street. I thought it looked good. Like just like it looked normal. Like it looked like a regular broadcast. I didn't yeah. like. I was thinking I was watching Amazon. Is I didn't I didn't love Herb Street on in the NFL. I and Al Michaels got, felt a little checked out to me. Yes, Al Michaels felt like <laughs> he has he, been doing a lot of work. He's, he's working a lot though. He's yeah, working he's a also, lot. He's not a young man anymore. Al yeah. Michaels went into every game as though he was wronged at what matchup that they gave him, yeah. and he was just <laughs> complaining about it the whole time. That, that one Broncos and Colts game or something. He's, uh-huh. oh, he was trashing both teams the entire night. He, there's no way he's uh, feeling good about that. Which decision. I get, but like you're making like 15 million a year, Al. Just call the game. Yeah, like I, I suck it up for 15. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're trying to become a coach here. I'm trying to become a coach. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get my friends on. Yeah, you know, somebody, as a matter of fact, somebody tweeted me and said, well, Brian Dawkins has to be the strength and condition coach. Oh. I said, Brian can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, he just right? names he just, the position he, just, he wants. He just wants to do it. Brian could, Brian could be a parachute coach if he wants. He can come to practice every other day if he wants to. All right, I'm, I'm putting Dawkins and his position on the staff is anything he Any, wants to anything do. Anything he wants to do. I like yeah. that. T is in college. What's up, T? Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate how you do business on here. You do a great show. Thank, Thank you, you, T. Thank we you very appreciate much. it, buddy. What are you thinking today? Uh, uh, real quick, I like to address people that get sensitive. So there's some, some friends I know named John, Jack, Mike. <laughs> you might not know them, but I just got to mention their name. I'm still thinking about you three, just in case you get jealous. And I'm on here. But anyway. So but before, let me, uh, let me explain to you, T, before we, he goes on. So we, we, we've noticed, I, I know T's noticed, I've noticed, uh, the afternoon shows, they have their callers, right? Like uh-huh. they're, they're staple of callers. And I think they've been a little bit worried that some of those callers are going to go to the morning with the new morning show or maybe uh-huh. to our show. So they get, they get a little jealous when they're callers. Is that right? Yeah. I can't believe Not I, not I agree. Yeah, I not, hear it. Nah. I hear it. A little jealousy. Nah, not my man. <laughs> I, I can't. You, it hurts me. You know, black on black crime, man. Black history. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but, but anyways, look. Joe, I think I know where this offensive coordinator thing stems from. And correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't mind. If you, I have something for you afterwards. Kyle, thank you for putting me on. Um, remember last year, Joe, when I called you and I brought up the point to you that Jalen Hurts' growth is going to be coming from his second year intact with the offensive coordinator? Yes. You thought that was a beautiful point? Yes. I think that's, I think that's where your situation, in my opinion, that's how I feel. Uh, that comes where you think there's some, um, I don't know, uh, weakness to having to switch over corners back and forth because you worry that Hurts can't make this progression forward. And if that's the case, I don't think you have to worry about that. I think I think his trajectory is going smooth sailing the rest of the way forward. I don't think Zion Johnson is going to hinder 
any of this progression. I, T, I, I, I think you make a fair point, and it's probably in the back of my head, and I agree with you. I don't think it's going to hinder him or he's going to take a big step back. But, but would we agree on this? Like, if you could choose continuity or not continuity, you would choose continuity. Definitely. Correct, but I think that's an impossible thing to choose because in the NFL, this happens to every organization, every team. Well, yes, but wait, wait, wait. But you're right, but not if, you're, if, you're, if your head coach calls the plays – you have continuity. It it it, it, it can't change, right? Because you feel like he's no, going to be here. Yeah. You're also referring that to a year prior. So he did that first year. Then second year he changed, and now here's a third year change as well. So you, you know, there's too many levels to that for you to, to basically assess that it's going to be the same way moving forward. Every year it's changed. Well, yeah, there's there's some change. All right, what do you, what do you, what do you want to tell you? Uh, well, one, I'm going to shoot for the fences, too. And you might not have any you know, strike to this, but... Uh, I'd like to put my application in for uh, the director of college scouting. I don't know how far your reach goes. No. So your team is the head coach. No? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I so how about I, wait a minute. That was, <laughs> that was Kyle. That was not me. That was Kyle. I know. I know. I'm playing around. But if not, you know, you can't do that for me. I'll take assistant D-line coach. And listen, listen. I got Tuesdays, off-site, coaches clinic, movie sponsors. You know what's funny? Because one of my best friends, Hollis Thomas, has been trying since I've been here to, uh, you know, he trying to hang out a little bit. So, so you and D, you and Hollis would probably be a great matchup for the D line coaches. So I, we could go. Yeah, I, I used to, I used to do a lot of weekend shows with Hollis back in the day. They would be very good friends. Hollis. I used to bounce. I used to bounce too much, and then ever since my bouncing days stopped, the old lady won't allow me to go back. <laughs> oh, and, I'm uh, shocked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I can't go back there no more. I'm allowed to go back there. I'm a fan, but that was the agreement. You know what I mean? So uh, that's just I had a little bit too much fun. And I was a little bit too uh, too much of a celebrity. You knew too many people. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, that, T, that, that, T that we, happens. we appreciate you, buddy. So I'll put T down for director of college scouting, assistant defensive line coach, and yeah. entertainment coordinator. Yes, T. definitely. T in definitely. Collegeville. Because we're going to get fired after the year. We're just trying to get everybody to go to parachute. That's it. Listen, this is a, I'm, I'm telling you, we might win more games than you think. This is a good staff you're putting together. If we win three games, that would probably be good. <laughs> Hold on. How did T already get a better role than me? Wait a minute. We, we haven't figured out your role. The head equipment guy makes a lot of money. I, I don't think I, – I, I think I Kyle think he's, he's he doesn't like up, his role. He doesn't he does, like He's hung up on equipment guy because yeah, he thinks yeah. he's going to be watching smelly jocks and stuff It's got like a negative that. connotation to it. It does not. I know some equipment guys that are making a ton of bread in the NFL, man. That's a good job, So, dog. like, what do you want to do, Kyle? I don't know. I, I want some involvement in the everyday planning, of, you know, the game plan stuff. I, that's what the that's what the equipment guy does. You plan there is everything. no way I buy that the equipment guy has any involvement in X's and O's. You you want oh you want X's and O's? Yeah, I, I think he's thinking of it like you know he he's the producer of the I show. I want to get right? a headset on. So he has know? involvement in when we're planning the show. He's okay, part of the we'll, show. We'll he wants figure, he wants we'll to be like that. We'll figure it out. Because I'm I'm, a, I'm when Ike gets in here I ask Ike because you know Ike's gonna handle the defense so I'm I'm gonna yeah. see if Ike needs some. some oh, Ike like, Ike's, Ike's gonna leave me an equipment manager. I just know. It. <laughs> I don't think. Or so. now Ike's gonna handle getting criticized in Philadelphia. He's loved here, but so, if, wait, you're the D coordinator. We, co- we coaching in Philadelphia. We coaching in Philly. Oh, maybe we're not. Yeah, you're right. We're not. Because I don't know about coaching. All right, in Philly, let's get out of here. We'll go somewhere yeah, else. We got to go somewhere else, man. Because I I don't want to go somewhere where where people like me and then they don't like me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's, c- it's gonna hit different if we if we're losing. 
That's unacceptable. Oh, they'll hate you. Yes. Now, we can go to Jacksonville and lose. I, I don't care. We can go down there and lose. I tell them kiss my ass. I'm like, hey, y'all kiss my ass. I, ain't, I don't care. Well, that's why we could never have Brian Dawkins be the defensive coordinator. Dawkins no, is. they hate Dawkins, too. He's so universally loved. We, we, can't, we can't go to Jacksonville. We can't go to, to, to Philadelphia. We can coach here. We can go to New York and coach. We, let's go mess up their team. Let's do an, or an expansion team. Yeah, we can do that. New team. But then if we get an expansion team, that means we probably go to London. You want to do that? You ever been to London? I mean, no, not really. That hurt. We got, listen, if we go to London, we got to bring our own toilet paper because I heard the toilet paper over there rough. I heard In, they got some rough. They got like sandpaper toilet paper. Bungholeitis. Yeah. <laughs> so we well, got to bring our own well, toilet Well, why paper. wouldn't it be the same as here? Because, like, that's what I, I've never been, but that's what I've always heard, that the toilet paper is not the same quality. Well, that seems ridiculous. Yeah, I, mean, I somehow doubt that. That all no, across I'm Europe. I'm telling he you, heard this it. Is, this is some useless information that I bring into the show today that I heard before. I heard the toilet paper there is not that great. Just there or like anywhere other than the United States? I, I, I heard just there. Okay, well, I, I've actually been to London when I was younger. I don't particularly remember. You was wiping your butt with sandpaper? Yeah, I don't have, I don't have any uh, sort of recollection of that. Yeah, I feel or like you might. Or some baby wipes. <laughs> no. I feel like I would know if that was wipes. a memory. <laughs> Let's talk to Zach and Royster. Maybe he's been across the pond. What's up, Zach? Yeah, so I've never been there, um, but I do have a friend that lives in the United Kingdom, and she will confirm that it's almost like paper towels. See? Oh, my gosh. I've tried it's awful. To see, this is the yeah. useless information that I bring to this show, dog. Didn't nobody, y'all didn't know that until I brought that here. You know what? The, every day you're, we're learning. Every day we're learning on this show. What's, what's Zach? I'm, I'm, thank you so much for bringing that to the table because I didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually, it's, it's most European countries. Um, it's it's just something with, like, the fabric that they put in it. I, I, I Don't ask me how I know. I just know because I have friends that live over there. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> oh, you know what? I do know why it is, guys. It's because they go with the bidet over there. You guys oh. know what the bidet is. What yeah. do you mean? The, the, the car wash for your bunghole? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's yeah. A, probably a fair way of putting it, yeah. I can say that. A lot there, of, yeah, you know, we did. Yeah. You just did. <laughs> a lot of countries do that with the, with the bidet. The United States is kind of. I don't know different. how I feel about a bidet though. That's I'm not, out. I, I, yeah, I it's know. something you have to grow up with, I think, and, and be used to. Actually, I got a quick story. When I when I was uh, younger, I had a friend, and there in the house they had one, and I like I went to go use the bathroom. And it, did, did it, was it an automatic bidet? Automatic. Oh, so how did? They- Oh, I was like, what is going on in there? What is this? And then he had to explain, like, yeah, this we have this. It was really weird. I, I thought you were going to say you mistook it for the toilet flush. No, I, I just I, I, I didn't even know what it was. And I was like, what is this? Your toilet's broken or something. There's so many questions that I have, but since it being my first week, I'm going to go ahead and hold those. All right, Zach, let's talk Sirianni and bidets. What are you thinking? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not on that fat train either. I'm going to stay over here. Um, but, yeah, uh, Hugh, I just want to welcome you, man. Um, you know, you're with a great group of guys joe's joe's really really straightforward dude um i like to call him in the in the middays in the evening so i'm um, glad you're glad you're here man appreciate um you. yeah man of course um so you know you guys mentioned a couple things so i don't want to be all over the place but i just want to make a quick point like the reason why i don't want guys like brian dawkins and you know hugh and seth joiner and guys like that coaching is because philadelphia is one of the roughest places to coach as far as like media critic as far as you know fan critic all that kind of stuff and that kind of brings me to the whole point of like trusting Sirianni and being on the side of he's a good coach. Like the man was two and five in his first year with armchair receivers, um, you know, a very half-assed team, and he still managed to, you know, flip a switch and get us to the playoffs. Granted, in his first year with a completely different system, a completely different coaching staff, a completely different fan base, um, was able to do that in his first year, and then in his second year, in my eyes, took a big leap. Um, He's not, like, the most politically correct person, and neither is anybody in Philadelphia, and that's kind of why we like him, because he's 
he's pretty straightforward. He kind of says what's on his mind, and it's not always, like, again, the most politically correct, but it's something that Philadelphia fans can relate to. You know, we have character, we have, you know, attitude, we have aggression, and the reason why I called is because a caller about a half an hour ago called and said he was a fraud, and, like, that... That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard, given, number one, he's 25 and 11 in his, in his career so far. And number two, he's, he's made it to the Super Bowl. And people can sit there and talk about how he was outcoached. The man coached against one of the best coaches to ever coach the game and one of the best quarterbacks moving forward to probably ever play the game. So, like, it's not like we went up against a Trent Dilfer and, like, some random QB coach or whatever. We, we went against two really elite guys. And this man has his players' backs, and the players have his back. And I think that's something that really needs to be, like, looked at from, from a, a different perspective. Yeah, you, Zach, you're right. It, it's, it, it's huge, and, and I agree with you. that. And, I, you know, even though I'm not fully sold, I, I agree with you. Like you said earlier, we're, we're in, like, a TikTok era. So, like, players are more entitled nowadays than they've ever been. So to, to have somebody like Nick Sirianni, who's relatively the same age or a little bit older, and they, the respect factor that goes into respecting him and listening to what he says, that's huge for players nowadays. And I think that that combination of QB and, and, and coach especially is something that like not every team has. So we can't take that for granted. And he's only had a small sample size, so let's just give the dude time because he's done great so far. Well, two years in, it's it's obviously the results are good. And Zach, we preached a phone call and uh, call again. Yeah, the, the results are good. I mean, there's no question. It's not like they've been bad for two years. They're 25 and 11. They made the Super Bowl. Uh, it's a matter if they could sustain it with him, and and all the, all that stuff plays into it. You whether it's personality, retaining coach, it's all part of this thing. Like we've seen coaches get off to good starts. The one thing I, I will just say though, just because you make a Super Bowl doesn't mean you're a great coach. We, we've seen that. Like. Great coaches win Super Bowls. Yeah, but I've seen a bunch of decent coaches make 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 the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it, and it's all about to me. I think learning from your mistakes because even a guy who made it to the Super Bowl and lost lost it. He was up twenty eight points. That's Dan Quinn. He was in line for some head coaching jobs this year. Mm-hmm. And 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 when you hear people wax poetic about him on television, they love him. Oh, he's a great defense coordinator. And I grant it. Nobody ever talks about the defense that he has down there in Dallas. You know, he has some pretty good players down there. Of course he does. I.e. Micah Parsons. Maybe the best defensive yeah. player. But, you know, they still give him his props. So it, it's it's all about learning from the mistakes that you make, man, and growing from those. You know, one thing that, that, that Doc used to say, say all the time, he said, learn from it and grow. That's what you say it's all the time. Kind of like the Jalen Hurts mentality. Yeah, learn from it and grow. That That's what it's all about. And if, if, if Coach Sirianni grows from this situation and he becomes a better coach, that's what you want. And if we get a chance to get back there and win it, that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, that that's what the goal is. 215-592-9494. I'll tell you hop in. We'll take all your phone calls on Sirianni. The Reese Hoskins contract issue, which I think will be a big part of this season for the Phillies, whether or not they give him a deal. Didn't sound like Dave Dabrowski's ready to do it. And coming up next, we'll talk some Phil's spring training rolling through Clearwater. Ruben Amaro, Mickey Borandini. They're together on the golf course. They're gonna join us next, right here. You Douglas Joe Gilio, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.